0: Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, Today we're gonna talk about a guy named Mordecai. Um, He's a great story from the Old Testament sometimes you're going to run across somebody being a little too proud or a little too cocky in life, and it comes back to kind of bite them. Uh, and sometimes it can be kind of funny. I don't know if you remember the, the baseball player back in the, the 90s played predominantly for the Oakland Athletics by the name of Jose Canseco. And this guy begged his manager to let him pitch in a game. Uh, he wasn't a pitcher. He was an outfielder, and so this was not something that he would normally do. And, uh, on May 29, 1993, he pitched 33 pitches in a blowout loss to the Red Sox. Uh, on July 9th, about a, just over a month later, he had to have Tommy John surgery to repair the damage that was caused by those 33 pitches. Um, maybe there's been a time where you've been embarrassed because you got too proud and you, you pushed for something, you said something about yourself, and, and it, it didn't kind of show up. Uh, not being able to finish um, two 40-mile laps on the Madison bike loop that, where they do the, the triathlon. I wasn't able to finish two laps on that recently, and it was kind of an embarrassing thing for me. I, um, I, I went and rode with a couple guys that were doing the race, and they went and did the two laps, and after one lap, I'm like, guys, I'm done. And, and it, was, it was kind of defeating for me. Uh, I started off way too fast. Um, sometimes my pride gets in the way. Um, losing to anybody in ping-pong is another one of those pride issues for me. Uh, Not many people play ping-pong, and so I just always figure that I'm going to be better than whoever I'm playing. And and then I come across somebody who's better than me, and, oh, it just kills me. Um, And the story of Mordecai, he's actually a truly humble person. Uh, And the story of his nemesis, though, that guy was truly a proud person. You're going to see that fleshed out in this story. Mordecai's story, it's tied directly to a woman named Esther. And we read about their story in the Old Testament book of Esther. King Xerxes uh, was a guy who, uh, he was obviously the king in the land where these, guys, these people lived, and he gave a grand banquet that lasted seven days. And on the seventh day, he sends to have his wife, Queen Vashti, uh, who is beautiful to look at, come before all the people, and she refused to do it. And the king's closest advisors told him that the queen had done a great wrong. And that if the king didn't want women throughout the kingdom disrespecting their husbands the way that Vashti disrespected the king, then he had to issue an edict to never allow Vashti into the king's presence again. And so that's what happened. And a search for a new, beautiful, young virgin queen was made. And Mordecai, uh, who was a Jewish exile, he had a young cousin whom he had taken as his own daughter when her mother and father had died. And her name was Hadassah, and she was also called Esther. And in a short time, Esther won the favor of the king and, and he, he placed the royal crown upon her head and she never let anyone know that she was actually an Israelite because Mordecai told her not to let anybody know. And so one day, Mordecai overhears this conspiracy plot made by two of the king's officers that they were gonna kill the king. And Mordecai told Queen Esther and the plot was discovered and it was taken care of and Esther gave credit to the discovery to Mordecai. Well, the king chose to name this, this bad dude named Haman as his second-in-command. And he commanded people to kneel down in honor of this guy named Haman. Mordecai, though, he wouldn't kneel down to him. Haman got enraged, and he made plots to not only kill Mordecai, but to kill the entire Israelite people. For some reason, he knew that Mordecai was an Israelite. And so he goes to the king with this plot, and the king agrees to it. And so this decree was issued that every Jew, both young and old, should be killed and annihilated on a single day, which was the 13th day of the 12th month. Mordecai made a plea to Esther to go into the king's presence and to beg for mercy for the sake of of her people, the Israelites. And she was scared. And he told her this. One of my favorite verses in Scripture, Esther 4. He said, Do not think that because you are in the king's house that you alone of all Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your, family's, your father's family will perish. And then he says this, and who knows, but that you have come to a royal position for such a time as this. When we're being overrun with fear to do the right thing, we need to ask ourselves, has God placed me here right now for such a time as this? Mordecai had a humble view of the place that God had put him and Esther in in life. Well, Esther, she does go before the king and she requests that the king and Haman join her for a banquet. And then when asked by the king why, why they're there, she requests one more banquet the next day where she was going to answer the king's question of why she's petitioned them. Haman went home feeling good. Man, He, he was one of only two other people, uh, the king and the, and the queen, to have this, this feast. And he was feeling good about himself, but then he saw Mordecai. And Mordecai, again, didn't kneel down to him, and he got ticked off. And so uh, even though he had everything going for him, Haman's pride was ruling his life and keeping him from happiness. He goes home, and he's mad, and and his wife suggests to him to build a gallows 75 feet high where he would then hang Mordecai from it. And so Haman had this gallows built. But that very night, the king couldn't sleep. So he asked that his his chronicles, the record of his time as king, that it would be read to him at night. I guess thinking that it was going to put him to sleep. Well, he heard the plot about how his life had been saved by Mordecai, exposing these people who wanted to kill him. And he asked, what honor and recognition did Mordecai receive for this? And the answer was that nothing had been been done at all. And so when Haman comes in the next day, the king asks him, hey, what should be done uh, for somebody that the king wants to honor? He thinks it's for him. And so Haman says that someone should dress him in the king's clothes, should walk him before the entire uh, entire nation, shouting out, this is what's done for the man the king delights to honor. And you can imagine, to Haman's horror, how he felt when the king tells him that that's what he wanted to do for Mordecai. The guy that Haman hated. And then at that day's banquet... Uh, the king outs Haman as wanting to kill her and her people. Haman, Haman is actually the one who had to, he had to, earlier that day, go through the, the city streets saying about the person that he hated, Mordecai. This is, this is what the king does. And now he's being, being outed as trying to kill off the queen and her people before the king. And he begs for his life. He falls on the queen and, and while, while the king is out of the room. And now he's accused of trying to molest her. And, and then he's, he's killed on the very gallows that he had built for Mordecai. Shortly after this, a new decree was made ordering the Jews to be able to defend themselves, and which they successfully did. And Mordecai was, was lifted to a very high place in the land. And this is the final verse that we see in the book of Esther. Esther 10.3 Mordecai, the Jew, was second in rank to King Xerxes, preeminent among the Jews, and held in high esteem by his many fellow Jews, because he worked for the good of his people and spoke up for the welfare of all the Jews. There's some awesome attributes here to Mordecai, this humble person. Awesome things that he displayed throughout this story. Mordecai doesn't seek revenge on his enemy, but rather he goes through the proper channels he goes to the queen and the king to get help. He looked for open doors for God to do good rather than simply promote his own advancement. In everything Haman did, he sought self-advancement rather than the opportunities that he could take to help other people. His need for people to, to bow down to him, his need to kill the people that he hated, his pride in being so great that that only he and the king were invited to this queen's banquet. And in the end, Because Haman only looked out for himself, he was treated in the way that he treated others, ultimately with death. Mordecai, on the other hand, looked out for others first, and he treated others as as he wanted to, to be treated himself, and ultimately, he was given honor and he was given authority. So my question for you is, how do you look at the opportunities given to you in life? Do you constantly look to how you can gain advantages in every area of life, looking out for yourself more than others? Or do you take the opportunities in life to do good for others and give God glory in all that you do? Paul writes that Jesus did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he humbled himself and took on the very nature of a servant. Do you think of yourself more highly than you should? When you compare yourself to others, do you always think of yourself as being better? Even Jesus thought of himself as a servant rather than as one whose needs uh, others should should meet. Uh, being like Jesus means placing yourself uh, not above other people. Placing others above yourself. How are you choosing to do that today? Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you so much that you love us with such a, a, a compassionate love. That you, even though as God, Jesus came to this world To live as both human and as God, he didn't see himself as equal with God. He chose to live as a servant. He washed his disciples' feet. God, I pray that you would humble us right now. Areas of our lives where we are struggling and living in pride, God, humble us today. Help us to see ourselves in the right light. Help us to put others above ourselves and to treat others with with care and compassion today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.